Tuesday afternoon, have we got a big show for you after five o'clock? You tell me how big it has been. You tell how me. Big? Man, man, we got some cash to give away, five hundred bucks to give Woo! away after five o'clock. We've got a trip uh, to the states to see Zara Larson. You could be in the running for that after four. But Jono, you've uh, got some stuff to bring to the table next, have you? Oh, exactly. You can win. Tr- you know, you can win cash. You can win trips to America, but do those Great things prizes. do those things last a lifetime? No. The memories that last a lifetime. Yeah, they're good decisions. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes memories fade, don't they? I have something, a prize, good a piece gosh. of me that will last a lifetime. <laughs> Stop saying a piece of me. You can what? Sorry, what was saying a piece of me? <laughs> it doesn't sound it's good. It's weird. Yeah. Wasn't that the name of someone's album? <laughs> yeah, Britney Spears. Yeah, see, if she, Britney, <laughs> Britney gave us a piece of her. No one complained. That <laughs> was nicer when she said it. <laughs> I don't want a piece of you. <laughs> yeah, we'll explain what piece of Jono you could be winning next. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. This week, uh, Jono, you're giving away uh, one of your 20 tattoos to Whoa. a lucky listener. No one can see me do the inverted commas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can tell when you said lucky listener, uh, which insinuates you don't believe they are lucky. No. I wanted to give away all my tattoos. You kind of talked me down from giving mm. away 20 tattoos to one tattoo. I don't know how I lost that negotiation. Also, we don't have like a 20-hour radio show for someone to get all of those tattoos. Yeah. And these are some of the great options. Yes, uh, you, you've got the dragon with the knife through it. Nice. You, you've got the skull with the owl. That's champagne. The eagle, the ship. But uh, you got my kids. Yeah, you both of them are on there. Jen, oh. my wife, you got her face on there. Actually, I got home last night. And, oh, gee, frosty reception, guys. Oh, did she hear about it, frosty did she? Frosty reception. She, uh, I can reenact it for you. That'd be great. Hey, babe. That's that's no, that, we all know that's not how you talk to Jen and be like, hey, babe, it's me. Have you married me? That's my reenactment. Okay. okay. So, hey, babe. Is that you? Yeah, that's, that's okay. me. Okay, okay. <laughs> Hi, babe. She's like, how's your day? I was like, good, babe. Why does it sound like a home and away scene? I was like, hey, give me, uh, giving away my tats, babe. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, am I on that? And I was like, yeah, of course you are. You're on me, aren't you? <laughs> what? <laughs> you wish, mate. And she's like, be on some strange bogan. I was like, already sorry, is. Sorry, babe. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's right. <laughs> <laughs> Good bird. Good bird. That's a great bird. And I was like, sorry, babe. It's radio. You knew what you signed up for. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, whatever. And so, that, was, that was the reenactment and no, scenes. I reckon if we call Jen right now, that would be, be a slightly different reenactment. I tell you, I'll call her now and say that we've pulled out her face okay. as the winning tattoo. See what she says. Good luck, oh, Jono. So this is saying that you got to put your wife Jen's face. As a tattoo on a listener. I cannot wait to see you drop your nuts super fast, too. Hello? Hey, how are you? Good. Hey, um, sorry, I was just going to call you before the show. There's just been a bit of an incident. Uh, that mm-hmm. tattoo thing that we're doing, giving away the tattoos, mm-hmm. um, your face got pulled out. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's your, it's going to be your face that's going to get tattooed on a listener. Now, I said to the guys, I was like, I don't know, this is not good. You won't be happy, but they're like, oh, that was the that was the one that got drawn out. You know I'm listening, eh? While you're on the phone there, Jen, um, um, did the uh, did the conversation actually happen like that? Did Jono come home and was like, "Hey, babe, you, go, you know what? You know what happened when you married me? You knew you knew Much what you signed different. up for." Much different. Much different. That's so. I'd like to uh, officially say Jen's face is still in the running. <laughs> no, you can still win Jen's face. Oh God, it's not. <laughs> it's okay. off the table. Catch you tonight, babe. <laughs> Catch you tonight. I think she's going to change the locks before you get home. <laughs> yeah. All right, love you, darling. Okay. <laughs>
We got it. We still on here? We are still on here. All right. So if you want to win one of the tattoos, you can just text tat to three. For sake. Tat for to three three four three. That's it. With your full name and address. Anyone can apply. Underage, overage. No, not underage. You could be over eighteen. Text tat t a t to three three four three. I know there'll be kids in the car right now with their mum after school. Text kids. No, Enter. Enter no, your mum. It's not going to happen. Maybe she can, she can get a tat. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. You know how everyone's had one of those weird business ideas uh, that you thought could make you money? Uh, I had the idea about uh, a whole series of pipes going from people's houses to video easy when you couldn't be bothered going to the video shop. Yeah, I had the idea of uh, collapsible high heels so that you can just turn your high, high heels into flats like that when you're out partying. That's a good one. It That's should, a good should one. be a thing. I got, so, an, I got an idea about um, Samuel Jackson starring in a movie choosing between the uh, cassava chips and the cookies called Snacks on a Plane. I don't know if that's a, <laughs> what is that a business idea or a shitty joke? It's a bit of both. It was. A, it was a, do you know what? That sounds like a movie that you'll watch. Ben. So what we're going to do is we got a message uh, through the Facebook page overnight, and Sharon and myself thought we better open up uh, the Dragons Ben. I like the TV show Dragons Den where yeah. they pitch business ideas. Well, the other option is you talk about your love of dragons and yeah. all, your, all your favourite dragons. Ooh. Have you got a favourite dragon today? Oh, the one off Game of Thrones. It's a great dragon. Anyway, so no dragons. What? No. What? no. Oh, Santa Annie. Do you know he's done three burns on my mum today for no reason? Someone obviously has a crush on your mum. Do. Annie Pryor, lovely lady. She's never calling you back, bro. Okay? She's a one-night lady. Let it go. She's a one-night lady. <laughs> Rocks your world for one night, then goes. Anyway, we're deviating. Dragon's Bend is a TV show where people pitch business ideas to wealthy uh, owners. So this is uh, Dragon's Bend, where uh, someone on the phone right now, Melinda, is going to pitch her business idea to you, and you wow. decide whether you would invest, Ben. Okay? Oh, I don't have money, though. That's the problem. Well, you're very, very stingy, though. So <laughs> okay. if you pretend you do. Pretend I've got money. All right, here we go. Um, uh, welcome, Melinda, uh, with your idea, please. Hi, guys. Hey, um, so I came up with an idea a while ago for Trivial Poo Soup. And the idea is that you have a toilet paper and it has six, obviously you want to work with six leaves of paper. On each leaf you have a question, like Trivial Pursuit, and on the sixth leaf would be the answers, which means that you can completely control how many leaves of paper people use within the toilet. Jeez, you've done a lot of research into this. I like how you go, obviously you use six, six <laughs> sheets of paper. Have you got this down to fact and research? Well, I have. It's just, first of all, 72% of the population read in the toilet, which is the number one, that's the number one thing you've got to get. Does it include phones or just books? Well, this was actually done when people just read books. I think it still um, might be accurate, though. We've got two toilets in our house, and my husband has a different book in each toilet. Do you know my grandparents had a bookcase, this is, this is true, in their, in yeah. their toilet? See, it's a thing. Like a bookcase, an actual full, like, shelf-high bookcase in their toilets. <laughs> Sounds that like seems... uh, Ben's getting on board there, Melinda. <laughs> well, hang on, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great, it's a great concept. The idea, and you can call it trivial poo suit, of course, because clearly you're not going to be sitting in there um, wanting to... It's not called trivial pea suit, is it? Well, not really. No, No, you haven't really got time with a pea suit. But, (laughs) um, and then you can have different colours. So you would have an orange one for sports. You'd have a blue one for, um, that's what's that, geography. Then you'd have um, pink would be, so the colours of the the, uh, wrapper on the outside of your toilet paper would be seen differently so you could pick it up off the shelf depending on what you wanted to do. Wow. This is all, all course based around the game Trivial, Trivial Pursuit. Yes. Um, which well, is it a- all came about because I used to have those cards in my toilet and I used to, we used to sit there reading them. I thought, this is ridiculous. We could be doing this on toilet paper. This is, <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> we should be doing this on I'm toilet paper. wasting my time with these cards. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good idea to me. What do you think, Ben? Are you going to hand over your money or are you going to be stingy? I think I should invest. I think it's... That is a, yeah. gr- <laughs> is a genius Melinda, business idea. Definitely not a crap idea. Congratulations.
Marvellous. Melinda, I'm, I'm investing. I'm all in. I'm all. Marvellous. I'll give you a call then, uh, Ben, and we'll get moving with it. Just yeah. call him on his personal cell phone <laughs> number. 0218. Good on you, Melinda. Lovely, lovely to have you on the radio with us. Thank you very much. Alrighty, catch you later. Bye. Andrea's on 0800 The Edge. <laughs> what is your idea? Hi. Um... My idea kind of came hey, well, from... No, when you come into the Dragon's Bend, when you come into the Dragon's Bend, you've got a great Ben. So listen, just say hello, good afternoon, Ben. Oh, hello, good afternoon, Ben. Thank you. Hello, that good afternoon. about me, Ben the Dragon. <laughs> She's really persisting with this Dragon role play. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, the going, the Dragon's going. a no from me. I'm sorry, Shaz. <laughs> I'm with the idea. <laughs> What's your business idea, Andrea? Um, all right, so I saw on TV uh, about a shark attack a little while ago, and I kind of... I had a dream one night that I thought, hey, this might actually be a legitimate idea. Oh. Um, I know. I, I wish I had the money to back it up. but Well, there, you're you in the right place, then. Babs. Um, so at the moment, they're currently flying drones over beaches to track down sharks that are like close to surfers in good hot spots for mm-hmm. shark attacks. Now, that's great, but is there any way to like get the info to surfers while they're out in the water? Yes, no. that's a great point. Great point, yeah. Andrea. So what do you think we do? <laughs> so I thought a watch of some sort, or like a wristband that either makes a noise or vibrate. Ooh. Um, and <laughs> stupidly enough, I said to my husband, what if we called it Shark Watch? It's a great idea. If I had the money and I, I'm pretending I do, I'm in big time. I'm, I'm investing millions oh, in the Shark Watch. Congratulations, Andrea. I'm sticking my teeth into the Shark Watch. I thought yes. you were going to say put, put cute little uh, bells around the sharks' necks <laughs> so you could hear them coming. That would be pretty cute. Oh, you could. You could. I, 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 I also like the bell idea, John. I'm going to invest in that as well. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> I think you've been quite frivolous with your money. Ben the dragon also improves. The dragon's a no from me again, Okay. <laughs> It's a real dragon. I know what you're talking to me about it. John O'Bannon and Sharon. On the edge. Brand new segment on the show now. We're calling it You Wouldn't Read About It. Yeah, so if you think you've got a story that uh, if we type it into Google, we wouldn't read about it, then you win. It's as simple as that. 0800 The Edge is the telephone number. That's right, because everyone says, oh, you wouldn't read about it. Well, like, well, can you actually, you know, would you actually not be read about it? Oh, yeah. yeah? Sharon, we're going to do this on your computer because it's going to take your internet, okay. internet search history to some dark, dark <laughs> some places. Okay. I got it. Is you any can... calls coming through on 0800 The Edge? Uh... You can you can talk to IT about this one. Who's, oh, the, God. who's this on the phone? Hey, this is Sarah. Sarah, it's great to have you on the air with us this afternoon. God, I hope you're calling about this feature, otherwise it's going to backfire. <laughs> it's going to be real awkward. Have you got a story you think we wouldn't read about? Yeah, I sure do. What is it? Um, so a few years ago, I used to work as a flight attendant, and um, I was on a long haul flight, and I saw a couple go into the bathroom together, and you could definitely tell they're up to something dodgy, mm. you know. So washing their hands together. Yeah, oh. washing hands, and as they walked out, I thought it'd be hilarious to go over the PA system and be like, um, "Please welcome our newest members on the Mail Hire Club." Um, and the lady and the man went back to their seats and obviously in horror as they went to different seats back <gasps> to their partners. Oh! oh! Okay, oh, sure. Okay. You need to Google uh, uh, air got, hostess. I've got flight attendant outs mile high club passengers on plane and outs married couple. Oh. Is, that, is, is, is that a story? And outs cheaters. Okay, okay. cheaters. Okay. That's you're going into the It's gook. going in there. It's going in. Would we read about it? Shocking flight attendant story. No! No, it's not coming no. up. So, so you win. Uh, Sarah, That's well done. That's very good. Well done. Woo!
Thank well you. No worries. Fifty dollar BK voucher, all yours. One that did. Uh, one Are we that... still giving those away? I just yeah, just gave away one. Yeah. I decide when those get given away. <laughs> Sorry, <John. laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Burger King. Well, you can have a Burger King voucher and you can have it your way, babe. Go wax and bake and make some cheese and extra pickles in that whopper. John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. Time for some talkity talk radio. This is where we set up a fictitious talkback radio station. We phone uh, people at, at random, members of the public at random. So random. So so random, Ben. Uh, and then we thrust them into the middle of of a live talkback radio show. Sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't go well. It depends on how angry the person is on the other end of the phone. I think this one will go well. This will hit. The topic today will hit on it. You might not have heard of the news. You probably heard your uh, your grandparents complaining. Or your parents. Or your parents complaining. Just people compl- old people <laughs> complaining. Uh, the retirement age is going up to 67 from 65. <laughs> Wouldn't you be glad to have something to do once your kids have all left home? So that, I guess that saves on uh, money, right, for the government. They don't have to fork out for two years' worth of retirement, people. I guess so, yeah. I don't know. It just sounds like we got Winston Peters for a little bit longer. That's all, all that I, <laughs> I picked up from the conversation. OK, so we're going to call a number right now. Sharon, you can act as the show producer today. Sexist, but all right. <laughs> you just said the song. I'm that's the show fine. producer. It's fine. I didn't hear him say that. Don't worry. No, it's fine. I know. You've just put me in the... Co- you tell me when to laugh as well, Jono. <laughs> You raving sexist. <laughs> you said I'll be the show producer. <laughs> okay. Stop showing me. It's all right, Trump. John O'Trump. Oh, no. Enough out of you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon, Val speaking. Hi, Val. It's Barbie here calling from Talkity Talk Radio. How are you? Uh-huh. Anyway, 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 just wait there because I'm going to put you through to the guys now for your interview. Are you ready? No. Oh my God, you are. Okay, you'll be great. Okay, we're talking about retirement age today. You will remember. You'll be great. Good luck. Here you go. Talkity Talk Radio. We pretend we aren't racist by saying some of our best friends. Thanks, uh, thanks, Barbie. Thanks, thanks Barbie. Thanks, thanks, thanks Carl. Through the That's all right, guys. Fixes the coffee, eh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot of uh, a lot of talk today about the uh, retirement age uh, going up. We're joined by our political correspondent uh, from the Cambridge. Valerie, welcome. Who are you interviewing? We're interviewing you. You're our political correspondent, Valerie. Am I really? Yes. Well done. Welcome to the show, Valerie. Yeah. Your, uh, your opinion on this? Two years, too much? That won't make any difference to me. Yep, right. Uh, did you see this coming, but, Val? So, yeah, I think we did. Yep. Um, but I still think they're going about it the wrong way. Yeah, wrong way. Um, yes, it's all very well putting the age all up very because well. we're short of money. Brought <laughs> the age down yep. and got young people working well, yep. and paying taxes. We would be able to pay for it. Bloody young people. Like me, Aval. I make the coffee. All, oh, that's enough. All, that's the young, all the young people. I mean, I know it's hard to get jobs and young people are hard to get jobs, but... Young people, think, useless. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying that because I was a young person once. Valerie, um, Valerie, <laughs> quote, unquote, Valerie from the Cambridge says, all young people are useless. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Valerie, can I just pull back the curtain here? It's John O'Ben and Sharon. We're calling from the Edge radio station. You're, you're not on a talkback radio show. Um, Thank goodness for that, because but, I don't want to be quoted here anywhere. <laughs> even <laughs> even worse, you're on our show. Yeah, yeah. On your show. You're on our radio show. <laughs> no, when in doubt, blame the young people. That's what I've always said. No, no, I'm not blaming the young people at all. I just think there's other ways of doing it without putting the age up. Bloody young people. That's what I've taken away. No, it's those young people again. Bloody young people. I'm pleased that someone else who has to make all these hard decisions, and I don't... Sorry, Val, we're running out of time. Okay. We're going to wrap it up. Sexy, take us us out with your catchphrase, your your classic quip that you always end every cross on. Bring on tomorrow. Bring Bring on this. As Val always says, blame the young people and bring on tomorrow. Can you say... Exactly. Hey, Val, can you say, I'm Val for Talkity Talk Radio, bring on tomorrow? What is going to happen with this thing, by the way? (laughs) 
Thank you very much. You're amazing. Okay. All right. Thanks, See you, buddy. Bye. Bye. Is there anything I can serve you for? <laughs> She's amazing. If not, I'm going to go. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Possibly the most embarrassing story I've ever told on the radio. But now, bearing in mind, you also shared the story about how you were called Savloy at school. That's nah, true. Worse. But not it's even going to go. Worse than Savloy because of your Savloy breath. I was, I, t- I was telling the girls the story uh, at the airport the other day because I thought that our boss was really hungover and asleep. Turns out he was awake and he told me I have to tell it on air. So He's always on. Ryan, always I, on. Great boss, great I, leader. I, yeah. I really apologise. <laughs> Stop crazing out to Ryan. So, Jim Beam Homegrown was on on the weekend and I. I was working in the Edge VIP area and uh, on the urban stage. And my husband was also down there working. He was working on the rock stage. Right. And so we went back to the hotel afterwards and we'd been out for a few drinks. It's probably like 1.40, 2am. And uh, so we ordered some room service and we got some chips, like some fries. And we were getting to bed and so I was kind of getting ready to go to bed when they arrived. So I just kind of jumped into bed. Jumped into bed wearing just my undies. Right, okay. And I don't know, I, I was just, I was drunk, so I was like, this is fine. Anyway, so I'm eating the chips in my undies Ready? with fries. You're eating chips in your underpants? Okay, yeah. yeah. I've got a lady up here in her underpants, I need a bowl of chips stick. <laughs> is that your life? Is that your life I, think, I, I think that he was a little bit like, that's kind of hot. Yeah, but I mean, who doesn't dream of their lovely <laughs> wife in their underpants eating chips? <laughs> drunk after homegrown. I, I mean, was, I was. I'd pay I to see that. <laughs> whoa, whoa, hang on. <laughs> Not top dollar, but I'd pay to see it. I accidentally did a tiny fart, though. Oh, here we and go. Here we go. This story's taking a turn for the worst. So it was hot till the end of price. Just threw down his chips. Pure disgust. And he's like, oh, I can't believe you just did that. You're eating your chips and your undies, and now you're farting in front. That's... Way to kill the mood, Sharon. And he was disgusted in me. Oh, really? And it was one of those moments where I just sat back and I go, oh. we've got too comfortable, guys. Yeah, you <laughs> we've do. We've got too comfortable. But it's a good play because then you get the rest of the chips to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so genius on your part, Sharon. But it was like, like my friend uh, was getting ready to go out once and like girls usually hide the fact that they're wearing Spanx or shapewear under their like yeah. sexy dresses. Mm. She's now like got no shame and her husband hates it because she'll just walk around in her shapewear before they go out and so he's like... Oh, I used to like wonder what was under that dress, and now I know. It's a yeah. sign you've been together too long. I, I did now. Any, anytime I buy the, the few times you buy flowers, it's like, man, his first thing is not thank you. It's like, what did you do wrong? What did you do? <laughs> what did you do? That's, that's the thing. But we want to know this afternoon. I'll wait hundred the edge or text us to three three four three. What was the moment in your relationship? Actually, you... I'll stop you there, Sharon. Stop talking. What? Stop talking because what? Dan, our producer, is just waving. He's just waving us right now on the hotline. I think we have Bryce Casey, the man himself, oh, your husband. There is what? a rat on this ship. Yeah. Ratatouille's on 0800 The Edge. Was it as bad as we're hearing, Bryce? I want to be the first caller for the moment in your relationship. Was it when you were disgusted? Was that how the sentence was going to go? What were we going to say? Excuse me. Or when you became too comfortable? Oh, and can I say, absolute lies in that story. There's nothing tiny about it. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Wellington felt another earthquake. Oh, 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 
Come on. I'm going to pull him down for your sake. I'm going to pull him down for your sake, Shane. 0800, the edge is the phone number. Just like Bryce did, you can call us up and uh, tell us when uh, when you got too comfortable with your relationship. Tell you a true story. I don't even know uh, if Jim, my partner, goes to the lavatory. What? Never seen it. <laughs> never witnessed it. What? But you've seen her have a baby. Yeah, I've seen that, but... <laughs> you've seen them have a baby, but you don't know when they go to the toilet. Well, listen, I know she can get babies out of her. I just don't know... There we go. Oh, my God. Uh, hey, The Edge, what is it for you? When did you realise that you were really too comfortable in front of your partner? Hi, um, I suppose um, I've got a fake eye, a prosthetic eye, and um, I used to hide it from him, but I used to always walk around the house without it, around him. Oh, well, that's and nice. That is a nice thing. I thought, you gonna you... Say, I thought you were going to say that he put the eye, he tried to put the eye on top of his eye, and I was like, yeah, that's too comfortable if you're sharing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, how did he not know it was a prosthetic eye? Um, well, I used to always wear my hair over my face to hide it, and so then just like we got too comfy around each other and so then I just ended up walking around the house without my iron. That's oh, good. Oh, that's, that's awesome actually, Monique. That's that's, that's not being too comfortable. That's just that you're going out with a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. We met a dude at the at the Hamilton oh, Outback. No. Remember we were at the Outback that night, Jono, and that guy took his eye out of his glass and mm. drank drank a drink and then ended up with his eye, his like eyeball in his mouth. Oh no. And then he was like he was like, Don't be a pussy, have a drink. He's <laughs> like, lick my eyeball. I was like, Oh you know, on my list of things of licking. Yeah. Uh, your eyeball's probably a bit far yeah, down the yeah. list. Have you ever done that, Monique? Um, yes, I have. It's my party trick. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> oh, so you take it out, put it in the glass, drink the glass, and it ends up in your teeth. Tell you what, that'd be yeah. a real eye-opener. Oh, <laughs> An eye-catcher. Real eye for detail there, Shaz. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for your call, Monique. Awesome, thank you. Good on you, Monique. Thanks for listening, matey. Uh, on the text machine, 3343, what have we got? Uh, we, we, Me and my partner smell each other's undies. Oh! No, but not, hang on, but not in a weird sort of sex way, just to, just to check they're clean. Oh, yeah, I've done that. <laughs> clearly so, test. Because sometimes Bryce just leaves them in a pile or yeah. somewhere, and I'm like, is that... Nine, 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 dirty. nine times out of ten, it's safe to do that, isn't it? It's just that one time where you're like, well, this could end up on a reality show. Yep. Well. <laughs> this could be a YouTube video. What's a reality show do you want to see? Panty sniffers. <laughs> I remember Target. Target oh, yeah. bust all the... Uh, oh, yeah. Good uh, cover-up, mate. We've got Rachel on the phone. How's it going, Rach? Hi, how's it going? Oh, hey, listen, we're doing really well. You're, you're a bit too comfy in front of your partner. Why? Oh, because I love getting it on his black heads and his pimples. Oh, oh yuck. <laughs> Got to say, I also quite enjoy that. <laughs> that's, when that's when you take it to the next level. I Google that stuff. But does he, oh, I know. Oh, you, uh. Does he let you, though, or does he get annoyed? Oh, no, he, he doesn't like it, but I just pounce on him. As soon as I see it, I'm just like, lie down, I'm going. Mine! I'm going. I'm going. Whereas when you first met, when you said, lie down, I'm going, it was like a totally different and thing. now it just means I'm going to pop a pimple. Yeah. Oh. I might not be home for dinner tonight, honey. No. Thanks so much for your call, babe. Hold the line. We're going to hook you up with a $30 BK voucher. Awesome, thank you. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Okay, so giving away a great prize at the moment, uh, which is when which win, uh, win one of my tattoos. Now, uh, great prize is a very loose term. Ben and Sharon seem to think that uh, giving away prizes like a tattoo of a knife through a dragon or a tiger fighting a snake <laughs> or a, a dog smoking a cigarette are not high on their agenda. No. Uh, but hey, who else has given this much of themselves, given a piece of me away? JJ shaved her head once. For cancer. Oh, well, you know you're making this seem insignificant. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> she raised like $13,000. Oh, well, going to do that yeah, with yeah, your yeah. Okay, no, well, she's trumped me there. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, if you want to enter, you can just text TAT to 3343. <laughs> Win one of the TATs by the end of the week. But um, a couple of months ago, you might remember Justin Bieber sort of did an emotional video, black and white, sort of Calvin Klein-style oh, video, yeah. explaining the meaning of all his tattoos. First tattoo I got was this little guy right here. It's uh, based on this book that my whole family read. Everyone's got it on their wrist. And basically, it's about this seagull who wanted to be more than just a seagull. Cool. It's yeah, about a seagull who wanted to be more than a seagull. That sounds really great. So he, he did an emotional video explaining all of his tattoos. And, uh, you know, since you guys could be winning them, you might want to know the... Uh, Meaning behind your eagle boat tattoo? The deep meanings. Yes, right, <laughs> yeah, sure. that's what I said. Okay. First tattoo I got was actually this little guy right here, based on a book my family read, Auto Trader magazine. This one here uh, is Jesus. If Jesus was an eagle, my name's Jesus. This one right here, this is my favourite one. Um, this is a dog, but he's smoking a cigarette. And why is he smoking a cigarette? I don't know. But it's a friendly reminder that dogs, they shouldn't be smoking cigarettes. <laughs> this is a tiger having a fight with a serpent. Oh my it signifies God. my birth. And it's my interpretation of my parents making love. <laughs> the artist didn't want to actually draw my parents making love, nor did my parents want to make love in front of a tattoo artist. So, <laughs> so there it is. They are some of the, the great tattoos. <laughs> It's still going, wow. man. You're still banging on about your tattoos. Uh, if you want to win one of Jono's tattoos, uh, we're giving it away. I think this is happening this week. <laughs> I am never going to look at that tattoo. <laughs> the tiger the fighting the serpent. No. Yeah. No. Mum and Dad, when they do it, it's like animals. <laughs> <laughs> My animals fight it. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge.